we probably should start. I mean, we've been waiting on Bryce, and I am starting to suspect that he's not coming. I'm right there with you. It's been 10 minutes. Let's do it. Welcome back to the MLS Now podcast. I'm your host, Russell. You can find me on social media at Mr. Danger Russ. You can find the podcast on social media at MLS Now podcast. And remember, we have the website MLSNowPodcast.com. All of our lovely contributors putting articles up there. That way you can get a little bit of sense of what's going on around the league. You get insight into what's going on into those teams. And they do some great work. So please make sure to check that out and give them some love. We are doing our midweek preview for the matches coming up this weekend. I am very excited to introduce our very regular guest as always. It's Gavin. You can find him on social media at LionsBlog1. Hello, Gavin. I waited for you to not be yawning this time. I'm very polite. What a kind gentleman. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Hopefully when you're listening to this, we have a... A lot of episodes to edit and post thanks to Mr. Uh, David doing some great work with some podcast, some other MLS based podcasts that he's doing episodes with. We've got an LAFC one up now. Listen to it yesterday it was a really, really good episode. Uh, we've got our standard weekly long form episode out. Uh, where we walked through all of the games from the weekend. And we've got a couple more on the way. We've got a Miami episode coming. We've got a, I want to say a St. Louis episode coming. We have another one. He set up a lot. I believe there's an RSL coming. RSL, okay. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. we just got to get those edited and posted. So there's going to be a lot of content on your podcast feeds over the next few days. If you're listening to this, we appreciate it because that means you listen to really everything we put out. <laughs> so thank you uh, for the bottom of our heart. Well, Gavin, well said. Aside from the fact that you said we on the editing front, I feel like you've put me on the spot here to get things edited quicker. You don't have to. You can do it whenever you need to. Wow, that's okay. Life over podcast is what I believe in. The good news, Gavin, is that uh, I do have some free time coming up over the next few days called The Weekend. Where a lot of editing will take place, so. You know, that takes some dedication because not everyone wants to spend their weekend editing podcasts. That just... That's just something you like to do. Hey, some people are MLS sickos. I'm a podcast editing sicko. So absolutely. I offer to edit podcasts and Russell's like, no, 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 no. I can do this. My leg's been chopped off. I'll just do. I'll just edit it tomorrow. I'm like, just send me the files. He's like, no, no, no. I got it. I can do it. I can do it. That's right. (laughs) But I could do it, too. You could do it, Gavin. That's very true. I could send you all of the software so that you could do it. And I don't think you would use it. I have editing software. 
It's just not as good as yours. Fair. I can mess with the audio, though. Like you do so expertly well. Well, Gavin, speaking of messing with the audio, I would like to mess with the topic of discussion that we have going on here. I would like to shift it from the uh, audio mixing and mastering podcast to the MLS Now podcast. I'll allow it. All right. Gavin, we have a lot of matches coming up here this weekend. Maybe just briefly, real quick, shall we go over the slate of matches coming up this weekend before we dive into some of our previews of what we're most looking forward to? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So once again, we are broken up between two days over the weekend. No early kickoffs this time. We have, however, DC United versus New York Red Bulls, Philadelphia versus LAFC, New York City against Toronto, Atlanta United against Montreal, Cincinnati against Charlotte, Chicago against New England, Minnesota versus St. Louis, FC Dallas versus Columbus, Sporting Kansas City versus Houston, Real Salt Lake versus Vancouver, San Jose versus Nashville, and Portland versus Colorado. Those are your Saturday kickoffs. Those last two, San Jose versus Nashville, Portland versus Colorado, or 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific. Most other things are a little bit earlier in the day. It's a mix of 7.30, 8.30s, and then RSL Vancouver are a 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific kickoff. Going to Sunday, we have a 7.30 kickoff for Orlando City versus Inter-Miami, and then a 9.30 kickoff between Austin versus LA Galaxy. Again, both those times Eastern. If you are not Eastern, uh, do some math. All right, Gavin, that's a lot of matches. We won't talk about all of them because it is quite early in the morning and we just don't have the wherewithal or time to do so. However, there are a few matches I would like to talk about. I want to throw your way. A match that I think low-key is very exciting. Sporting Kansas City versus Houston Dynamo. That's an 8.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Okay, hear me out on this. Houston Dynamo, at the start of the season, had a lot of hype around them. They started off very slow. And then they kind of started to get better. And they started to get better pretty quickly. And now, Houston Dynamo are very fun to watch i mean literally last night at this point houston dynamo played they put up four goals against vancouver who i think are one of the most enjoyable teams to watch and that's that's an unusual result to drop four on vancouver so i i think there's a lot going on in houston right now that they can be excited about and I think Ben Olsen might be figuring out how to be a really good coach again. I mean, he was around in DC United for quite a long time, 10 years, and they started to go stagnant. And the change of scenery seems to have been really good for him. He's finding his form as a coach again. The team under him are finding their form. This is the best Houston team that I can recall seeing in the past couple of years. Honestly, maybe longer. Yeah, it's just that 
I'm enjoying it. They're in fourth place right now, Gavin. Fourth. Houston Dynamo. I know with the start of their season, you just wouldn't expect it. It it does speak volumes, uh, just how high up the table they are and, and the type of soccer they're playing, because they're not a team full of superstars. They're a team of good, solid MLS players, but you don't look at anyone on that team and go, oh my gosh, they are they are amazing. They are one of the top MLS players in the league in their position. The only one you'd maybe look at is obviously Hector Herrera, right? He's clearly one of the best midfielders in the league. But other than that, I'd say they have, you know, top 15 in their position in the league players around the pitch. Obviously some more, obviously some less in that ranking. But they're putting it all together and they're really surprising everyone. And part of that is the home form. We always say in MLS teams need to win their home games, then do whatever they can on the road. Houston have taken that to heart. (laughs) They have so many more wins at home and so many points gained at home. And then away, they just seem to be a completely different team. Uh, I believe it's 10 wins at home and two wins on the road. (laughs) And obviously there's going to be discrepancy and and you're not going to get points on the road all the time but then they have eight losses two wins eight losses four draws on the road so it really is a lot of their points coming at home 10 wins two losses three draws and so the thing that excites me about this game is this houston team in good form are going away to skc who have also had an uptick in form uh, especially at home who now sit seven wins, six losses, and two draws at home. And so a bad, bad, in air quotes, away team versus a decent home team um, with some playoff seeding on the line in every single one of these matches, really. Uh, But specifically this one, Kansas City outside of the playoffs, looking in, Houston, looking at a home playoff spot, this could be a really exciting game. So this is a good pick, Russell. Yeah, and just to give a little more context for SKC, recent form for them, they did lose to Nashville at home most recently. That was yesterday. Lost uh, 3-0. Prior to that, though, they went onto the road to Minnesota and picked up a win, and then they lost on the road at Inter-Miami, And then prior to that, they won at home against St. Louis, who are a very good team. I think we can all agree St. Louis, very good team this year. I very nearly picked St. Louis as a match that I wanted to feature, but I this one just jumped out to me as such an interesting matchup because both of these teams started out the season in various forms of disarray, and now they look quite competent. I think... SKC is a little more unfortunate in that they started off really poorly. I think one of the worst starts ever in the league and then they got hot and then now they've kind of tempered again. So they're, they're in a weird spot right now and the West is just so unbelievably close that even dropping a few points sets you pretty far down the table. I mean, they're not 
all that far away from a playoff spot. 38 is ninth place right now. They're at 35. So it's not like they're adrift in, in no man's land. They're very much still in contention to make playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a very interesting match. A win for Houston potentially sends them further up the table. They're two points off of second place right now. Again, I don't know the last time that I thought I'd be saying that about Houston. Certainly not this season. <laughs> no. So, anyways, that's my pick. I think it's going to be very fun. Keys to watch, obviously, Hector Herrera. He's the heart of the team at this point. Ben Olsen, I think, has done a very good job organizing the team around him and making use of his attributes as a box-to-box midfielder. Probably within the world of SKC, Polito, they just announced the extension recently for him as a designated player. They're going to be looking to see him continue to perform. SKC has an interesting amount of talent that you'd think would be playing to a much higher level. So in a way, like I, I almost feel like on paper, if you look at their players, you would expect SKC to be winning a lot more matches than they have been. So it's, again, just very interesting match where these two teams are in this season. Yeah, and one thing I didn't consider, um, and I know we need to move on, but right until the end of when we were talking here is Houston have an open cup final coming up on Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm not saying they're going to throw away this game, right? But they're probably going to rest some key players as they should. Uh, You definitely prioritize the final. And if Houston come away with a result this close to the final with a rotated lineup, that's even more impressive on the road. So one to watch out for um, as a game as a whole. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. All right, I'm going to go with my first game that I chose. Uh, I don't have as much to talk about with this one, but uh, New York City FC versus Toronto. On the face of it, people are probably like, why this one? I said that before we started recording. There's a lot of good games. Why this one? I think this is just a huge chance for NYCFC to pick up some momentum and move into playoff places uh, with a with a home game against the worst team in the league. So this one's really all about New York City FC and can they push for that ninth spot? They currently sit in 11th. I want to say 10th or no, I think I got that wrong. I want to say they sit in 10th. Yep. They sit in 10th, two points behind ninth. They're facing a really bad team at home. My eyes are all on New York city FC to beat Toronto, get those vital three points towards playoff contention. I don't think they would do anything in the playoffs personally, but Playoffs equals successful season for a lot of people. So that's why we are always so focused on it. Toronto, on the other hand, I ain't got much to say. Their season is really slowly dying. It's like a slow burning death. And just game by game, 
more life seeps away from them. And it's disappointing to see, but also they've been a dumpster fire. So they've got nothing to play for and they're going to continue to lose games coming the end of the season. Just not sure. Not sure if they'll um, get points at this one or not. If Toronto FC loses, they are eliminated from the playoff. Against New York City? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that. But they would be, because they have five matches left, they are 15, 14 points off of ninth place. Wow. A loss officially mathematically eliminates them. I don't, I, I'm not saying that they stand a chance of making the playoffs at no, this point. No, just make it an official. <laughs> Right, it's just, it seals the math in place. Yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting. That's all I had. Um, We forgot to do predictions. Do we want to do a prediction real quick? Yeah, are you going to write these write down these this down time? Because last time you said you were going to write them down, and then you didn't. I, I didn't say I was going to write them down. You have, like, memory loss or something, I swear. I don't, I don't have memory loss, guys. Okay, for you, who's winning, um... The game you talked about, SKC versus Houston. My head says SKC. My heart says Houston. Really? So put me put me down for SKC. SKC? Okay. Yeah. I will also take SKC. Who you got for NYCFC versus Toronto? Can I take a draw? You can. Yeah. You can take a draw. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a draw for this. All one. right, I'm taking the home team. A, a very rare draw. Yes, you don't take draws. I'm taking the NYCFC. Okay. Uh, what okay. is your second game? I, all right, my second game, Gavin. This may shock you. This pick. I'm gonna take a Sunday match. Ooh. Orlando City versus Inter Miami. <gasps> Shocking, I know. You Gavin, Miami I'm match? not picking. I'm not picking this match at all because of Miami is the wild thing here. That is wild. So Orlando, you might know this as an Orlando City fan, are in second place in the East. Yep. And in, and in quite good form. I mean, they just had an amazing, probably one of the best matches of the season for them at least. And honestly, probably one of the best cl- – closing moments of the season in the league against Columbus, who are a, another really good team. Columbus in third place, by the way. So, I mean, that they are an exciting team. They just beat another very exciting team, one of the top, if not the top scoring team in the league. I think second top scoring team in the league. I think we, I think we said St. Louis was the most scoring team. In the I think league. they just jumped them with their last result, Columbus, with their win last night. You are correct. Yeah, I think that's yeah, Columbus has. Yep. So, yes. Orlando in blistering hot form right now. I think if they can win this, they should be guaranteed a top three finish at this point. Potentially, this slots them into like pole position to take second place, which is insane. Again, I Orlando has been such an interesting team in years past where they seem to kind of muddle their way through the season, barely make the playoffs, bow out in the first round, and the people who said Pareja out 
us I have to say, well, he got them to the playoffs and that's, you know, for most teams, that's the metric of success. And they did win U.S. Open Cup last year. And I, I think that bought Pareja more time. Mm-hmm. And now that he was given more time, he has Orlando City in second place in the East, yeah. which is a strong conference this year. I mean, he is ahead of teams that people traditionally consider powerhouses, i.e. Philadelphia i.e. New England. And Columbus this year, we're expected to be up that high. Um, right. Yes, we did just lose to New York City away, but, I mean, who who even counts that as a real game anymore? Because of the right. baseball field. I mean, I've, I've wiped that match from my memory. For already, good reason. Um, that city field is just an atrocious place to play at can't stand watching games there but anyways yes we're in great form we are home against miami we have some revenge that we want to dish out but you have to actually do the dishing out to give the revenge so we have to show up to play ever since the miami match in leagues cup where we felt extremely unfairly uh beaten due to the soft penalty. Um, This game has been circled on people's calendars. And not just for Miami. We want to beat them. And we want to like, we want to give them some revenge. And so this has been circled on people's calendars. Miami end up making the Open Cup final. And so they are going to be rotating. Uh, Martino confirmed both Alba and Messi will not be playing against Orlando City, I believe, at all. So there's a chance there for Orlando City to be playing against a weekend team. There already was because of the final, but now Messi and Alba aren't even going to be playing. You know, they could have come on in the last 30 minutes and tried to do something. But due to the slight little weird injuries they may have picked up against... um, Toronto, they won't be featuring. So Orlando City want to dish out revenge. Can they do it, though? That's that's the next question. Orlando City always play to the quality of their opponent. It's always a close game with Orlando City, no matter what. Uh, Orlando City very rarely just come out and dominate teams. I don't foresee us coming out and dominating Miami. So I think it's going to be a close, hard-fought match, and it could be like a 2-1 or like a... A three-two or something like that. I think what stands out to me here is another talking point, Gavin. Before we move on, how are players like Kramaski and Taylor going to perform for Miami? Last night, Robert Taylor had an amazing night. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Yes. I think the man had. I think he had two goals and an assist. I think so. Yep. And that is. I don't care what league you are in, two goals and an assist is quite good. So that's hard to do in like Sunday league. (laughs) Right. You would know, Gavin. Play Sunday league, yeah. So yeah, I mean, how are the how are the guys who are gonna get rotated in going to perform? And admittedly, they've looked quite good. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna look like from a Miami perspective, because the players that are on the pitch. They're not, I don't think they're going to do a full rotation. I don't think everyone's coming out. 
it's a it's a but it is a Sunday night game and they play Wednesday night at home open cup final. So they're obviously going to prioritize that the players that are on the field that are expecting to get minutes in the final. It's going to be interesting to see, are they going to pull out of challenges? Are they going to run full speed for, for some balls? They don't want to pull their hamstring right before the final. So, so, you know, there could be maybe only one or two instances of that, but maybe those one or two instances lead to a goal where someone pulls out of a challenge and we get the ball and we're through one-on-one and we, we stuck it in the net. I don't know. It is going to be really interesting to see how those Miami players play, who shows up for the fight, because I do think it's going to be a fight out there. Because uh, Orlando City feel uh, unjustly, feel they were unjustly um, defeated in League's Cup against this team. So definitely this is going to be a, a good game for the neutral to watch. Uh, there's going to be some pushing and shoving, I bet. And I think a loss does not eliminate Miami from playoffs. It makes their path much harder, and it makes every other match that much closer to a must-win. They're sitting at 31 points right now. My guess is that 8-9 finished somewhere in like the 42-44 to 44 range. So they would potentially still have five matches left after this to pick up maybe 12 points, I think, to make the playoffs. So it's a tight it, window. A slim margin of error there. And they've got the teams remaining that they play are Orlando, New York City, Chicago, Cincinnati, Charlotte, and Charlotte. Based on that, you can see them picking up those points. Right. But, I mean, again, this doesn't take into account what other teams are going to do. Nashville's already on 43. Mm Mm-hmm. That's at seventh place. So eight, nine. I mean, there is room for other teams to make a run. If Montreal picks up six points, that puts them to 43 as well. Yep. And that's, I think 43 would be challenging, not impossible, but challenging for Miami to catch. It assumes they win out at that point. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be good. It's going to be really interesting. I will finish this off with our. Oh, who do you think is winning the game? Prediction. Ooh. I'm going to say Orlando City. Okay. I'm going to be a Gavin Homer this time. Fair. I I don't know if I'm just protecting myself, but I think we're going to have a disappointing draw. Wow. Yep. You're picking up my uh, NYCFC Toronto vibes. Yeah, I think it's going to be a disappointing disappointing night for Orlando City. A lot of pro- probably a lot of emotion in it and just I think it'll be like a 1-1 or a 2-2 and it's just people are frustrated that we couldn't couldn't beat a team when they're at their lowest without their best players and they rotated for a final. Okay, my last game, Minnesota versus St. Louis. Yeah, this one's going to be a good one. Uh, Minnesota currently fighting for playoff places. I believe they just won last night. I went to bed early. They won a, a fun one last night. Oh, no, they lost a fun one last night. That's right. They lost 4-3 to Galaxy. Um, but overall, they played well in that match. 
uh, from what I read. And they just couldn't, you know, beat LA Galaxy. So they're fighting for a playoff place right now, as is, as is a lot of people. But they're one of the ones that are just on the outside, currently sitting in 10th place. Whereas St. Louis, fighting to hold on to their top spot. Not in the best form. I want to say they have three draws in a row, St. Louis. And then a loss before those three draws. So it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top of, in this game. As St. Louis need to start picking up points. Or else they might lose their top spot. Minnesota have to come out and win this game if they want a chance at getting into the playoff places. So I think it's going to be a really good one. I'll start with uh, St. Louis. What is your take on their poor form of, of recent? I think it's probably just temporary. This is Dow Klaus is back in the lineup for them. V- hugely important player for them. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a little bit of a relearning of how to play with Klaus on the field. They've been used to guys like, you know, Giacchini being there. And that's where a lot of chemistry has built up over the season. And they did very well with Giacchini. I think Klaus is, it's not controversial, controversial to say that he's a better player. So yeah, I, I think part of that is just relearning what your potentially best player on the team looks like with everyone else on the field. And maybe it could also be that they're getting towards the end of the season. Carnell plays a very, very fun, very watchable style of soccer, but it is hard on the body. So I I would also be curious to maybe just see how the players are feeling. If, you know, he's been saying, hey, let's just guys, let's take it easy. We need to maintain health going into the playoffs because the last thing St. Louis would want is to go into the playoffs, play a bunch of matches and get exhausted in here. I think that's going to be a very real concern for them. So maybe in the back of their mind, they say we're basically in the playoffs. Let's let's cool it for now. And we'll, you know, if we get a top spot, great, but let's go into the playoffs healthy. So you, you think they're prioritizing, basically you think they're prioritizing health over top spot. I don't they obviously want, necessarily they obviously think, want both. Right. I think they want both. I don't necessarily think that they are prioritizing health over top spot, but I wouldn't be surprised if that is a consideration in how they're playing right now. And when you have a system that requires every player to be a hundred percent all in, even being like 95%, even though it might not look super perceptible, it can be the difference in their play style. Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, looking at those three draws in a row, they were 2-0 up over Galaxy, got that stupid red card, go down to 2-2. They got a 1-1 away at Houston. Good result, as we talked about earlier. And then last night they had a 0-0 against LAFC, um, which I think is a good result when you're the team above the team that's chasing you. You, at a minimum, don't want to lose. So I think getting a draw helps maintain their place on top uh, or else that would have been a six point swing. So uh, yeah, St. Louis definitely have kind of fallen off a little bit and they've got another tough game this weekend against Minnesota. 
Minnesota, on the other hand, have lost all of their League's Cup form. They were in really good form in League's Cup, and coming out of it, they have not been in such good form. Their last four games, two draws, two losses. Uh, Again, like I said, sitting outside of playoffs. Their play style, does it match up against St. Louis? They play more transitional play style, uh, not as possession-heavy as we are used to seeing with Minnesota. Still, possession is part of their DNA. But uh, they're happy to sit back at times and hit on the break, especially with Bongi back. How are we feeling about Minnesota in this match? I'm in a weird spot on Minnesota. I think, look, Bongi's going to be enormously important to any good run of form for Minnesota, as well as what Pookie can do. He's not been the goal-scoring, enormous giant that I'm sure a lot of people always expect these big names to be. He's been important to them. He's had a lot of good link-up play. I think both Bongi and Pookie back on the field together should be very fruitful for some of their scoring. It was it was needs. fruitful last night. Hold on, I got two yeah. goals, and I think Pookie got an assist. Let me check. Pookie actually scored last night. Okay, well. okay. Yeah. He might have also got an assist. I don't know, but. He did score. I do know that. Oh, are you done? Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I Go ahead, Gavin. Sorry. I'm... I was just confirming. Confirming. Okay. Yes, uh, Pookie did get an assist uh, last night, <clears throat> as well as his goal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see this match. This is what I'm going to keep an eye on, because we can't watch every single match, because they're all at the same time. <sighs> right. Really, I side note, really, really wish we had, you know, a, a three o'clock and a five thirty kickoff like we did last weekend. Yeah, that was that was great. I loved being able to turn on soccer afternoon on a Saturday. Mm. Oh, what a, what a great feeling because you can sit and watch the Premier League in the morning. Watch MLS midday and night. Gorgeous. What yeah. a day. I love yeah. those days. Yeah, I really wonder if they're going to spread more matches into Sundays as well. I mean, look, again, they're going to be competing with NFL, and I know there's going to be probably some concerns there for the later parts of the MLS seasons. But it would be, I don't know, I I just, I feel like they need to spread out their matches a little bit more because you have, you're going to have 30 teams in the league next year. You're going to have 15 matches on, in a conceivable full match slate weekend, there's, I don't think any sustainable way that you do 15 matches on one day. No, with referees, with commentators, it's, that's way too much. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying you got to do five, five and five. Like you don't got to do five on Friday night, five spread out through the day, Saturday, and then five on Sunday, which would be great for watchability and for having huge amounts of content nonstop. But got to do something. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, Gavin, want to throw a prediction real quick on this before we wrap it up? 
I think Minnesota will win this one. I think St. Louis will win this okay. one. Okay, I'll write that down. Well, listeners, I hope you are excited for the weekend. If there's matches that you're really looking forward to that you think, hey, why didn't you guys talk about this? We're on social media. MLS Now Podcast, Gavin's at Lions Blog One. I'm at Mr. Dangerous. Gavin, have a wonderful rest of the week. Get excited for the weekend. Listeners, till next time. Till next time.